ಸುಮೇವಮಾತಾಚಪಿತಾತ್ಮೇವಮೇವಂದುಶ್ಚಸಖಾತ್ಮೇವಮೇವಿದ್ಯಾದ್ರವಿಣಂಮೇವಸರ
and so far we had seen sloka number 8 completely out of there were nine values that were given amanitvam adambitvam ahimsa shanti arjavam acharya upasanam shaucham sthairyam atma vinigraha we had seen so far those nine in sloka number 8 then sloka number 9 we had seen three very good chant the shloka first shri bhagavanuvacha indriyarteshu vairagyam anahankara evacha janma mrutyu jara vyadi dukkha dosha anudarshanam so bhagavan is giving few more values here first one we discussed was indriyarteshu vairagyam we talked about vairagyam vairagyam as dispassion and we saw vairagyam vairagyam is basically the ability to say not get addicted to pleasure or enjoyment so we have to understand this carefully it is not about running away from enjoyment but not getting addicted to it it is not about having an aversion towards all these things but it is to be able to manage not to get enslaved by those pleasurable or enjoyable things so we we desire we discussed there we saw how only a viveka janita vairagyam will last long any other vairagyam that comes temporarily will also leave us immediately it comes out of a temporary situation or a, a, a certain situation if it is not supported by viveka if it is not supported by the discriminative mind then that vairagya will not last and then we saw the main main thing is vairagyam we will have to follow this we will have to do sadakam and for that basically we have to ensure that we reflect constantly reflect of what is permanent what is impermanent so that we don't get addicted to these impermanent things and also we slowly do some tapas by doing some tapas we are able to do uh, we are able to do get out of this uh, addiction third thing is of course following dharma not getting avaricious do not being uh, not consuming anything avariciously so that is vairagyam then we saw anahankara anahankara we saw that there were two meanings basically one meaning is not having the pride not having not having that garva or being with humility but here it is also the second meaning which is given prominence the second meaning is anahankara means not having this feeling that i am the body and reducing the abhimana on that body and we saw how to do that again the vairagya comes to the help vairagya on whatever we experience especially the comfort that we give to the body we have to have vairagya on that and then we saw also the tapas slowly be able to reduce the ahankara that we have on our body then the third one within this shloka that we discussed last week was janma mrutyu jara vyadi 
Dukkha, Dosha, Anudarshana. Basically, seeing the faults in this life, the feel, the li- uh, whatever we go through as life, we have birth, then we have, we grow old, and after once we grow old, or even these days, even earlier, we get disease. The body gets diseases, the body gets problems, issues. The body has issues. And then finally, it ends in death. So seeing the fault of this particular cycle, Anudarshana, he says, repeatedly seeing this, again and again, seeing this again and again. And why do we need to do that? To come out of the delusion, to come out of the delusion that I am going to be always there. I am going to, I am Sashvata. I am going to be always there. That delusion we will have to come out of. And that the, the delusion that only the pleasure is going to give me happiness. So, for that, we will have to have this Dukkha Dosha Anudarshanam. Everything right from birth, old age, disease, death, everything is mixed with Dukkha. Everything is mixed with sorrow. So, we need to come out of that. So that is the third one. So we had seen this so far. With that, the ninth shloka is done. Now we go to the tenth shloka. Asaktirana bishvangaha putradharagriha dishu nityam chasamachitatvam ishtanishtopapatishu so this is the value number 10 uh, sorry value number 13 Bhagavan is given 9 plus 3 12 is over now 13th value asaktihi 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 Asaktihi, um, it comes out of the Asaktihi comes out of, um, or there is a term called Mamata. Mamata means uh, Mamata means not that motherliness. Mamata means they belong to me. There is a feeling that we have on lot of things in this world that we feel they belong to me, as in I am the owner, I own them, they belong to me. So that gives rise to what is known as Saktihi. Saktihi means attachment. That attachment comes out of the feeling that they belong to me, I own them. So Asaktihi means coming out of that attachment. Or basically to have a detached attitude. And this detached attitude, it is not easy to have it. It is not easy to have complete detachment on everything in this world, on everyone in this world. It is not easy at all. So if we are thinking that by you know listening to one class, we are going to have this from tomorrow, we are going to be detached. That is not how it works. It comes very slow. The detachment process is a slow process. And it can even take some lives. But whatever 
steps we have to take we have to take we have to ensure that we follow the sadhana we should slowly release this attachment and this attachment comes out of this they belong to me i am the owner kind of feeling which is basically that possessiveness that we have the possessiveness that we have we have to slowly reduce and this is a it's an attitude we have developed or we have created we we have this possessiveness on certain things we don't have possessiveness on certain other things i'll give you an example for example suppose somebody um, uh, gives us a say a car for us to for they are actually going overseas or some they are leaving the car with us and they say you maintain it for a few months uh, and then use it uh, and then when we come after 6 months we will collect the car so you maintain the car you you keep the car you want if you want to drive you drive you don't you don't take you just keep it then suppose on the 5th month suppose there is a somebody they the they owner sends the sends you a letter and says look or a mail and he says look you keep the car now uh, it's for you it doesn't matter i'm not going to come back it doesn't matter you don't need to pay you can keep the car for that matter car or anything for that matter immediately what happens our attitude towards it changes immediately we start cleaning that we start maintaining that we ensure that nothing happens to the car we polish it we we do a good service we we sent it for service and everything it is the same car the same car that we were driving during those 5 months and the same car that we were now driving as well but immediately the attitude changes because we immediately start feeling that possessiveness that this car belongs to me i am the owner of this car there is another example that i i keep quoting right i mean that a, a, a person goes he, he stays in a town he goes out of town and then when he comes back in the street that where he lives there's a huge crowd and then he comes to understand that his house is on fire so immediately he panics and then he tries to rush back but then he sees his father and his brothers are all outside they are looking at the, at the fire as if nothing has happened as if they are not actually affected by it at all and then when he actually inquires what happened they say oh this house we just sold it last week it does not belong to us so immediately the agitation turns into a relief so there is no more sorrow there is no more agitation there is no more anxiety it gets relief then suddenly another person comes in and then he says look the, the uh, transaction did not go through the buyer has rejected it and the house is back in your name so suppose if that happens then immediately they again their uh, attitude changes it turns into sorrow again it turns into anxiety again the house is the same the fire is the same the the, the incident hasn't changed at all the situation is still the same just the attitude has changed only because or whether it belongs to me or not that possessiveness that i have changes the attitude 
and this is what happened in bhagavad gita also arjuna basically says i am not ready to kill the people on their uh, on from the kaurava side because i have a feeling that they are mine they belong to me so i don't want to kill them so our attitude immediately changes whenever the feeling of mine is involved it is the same case when we have you know kids uh, when our kids make mistake we will try to justify all kids make mistake but when a neighbor's kid makes a mistake we we'll say the neighbor's kids are like that they are very bad and we try to we try to justify if it if the feeling of me or mine is involved immediately we try to justify things if someone dies it is an event it is an incident but if that person is related to me if it is part of mine then it becomes sorrow so death by itself is not the cause of sorrow just that the feeling of me or mine linked to it becomes the cause of sorrow and that is what is called as mamata so we have to then we have to do the corollary so when does my mind get affected or where is the feeling of me or mine involved whenever my mind gets affected by things around me wherever my mind gets agitated then it can be you can be certain that there is a sense of ownership there is a sense of me or mine involved in it immediately my mind gets into anxiety my mind goes into sorrow i anger all those feelings come in the moment me or mine is involved so bhagwan says develop asakti hi develop a detachment develop an attitude that do not take do not take that to be yours do not be possessive so how can i not be possessive what should the what should be the attitude then i should develop on these things if they are not mine then who are whom do they belong to bhagwan says you are the trustee you are not the owner you take that you are the trustee you have been given this by ishwara by me by ishwara because of the karma that you have done and that should be in our mind so i am a trustee so this wealth whatever bhagwan has given he has given me i am the trustee of this and i have to use this for me in this life properly it does not belong to me it belongs to bhagwan i have to use them the children have been given to me by bhagwan i have been given a responsibility as a trustee to take care of them in this life this house has been given to me by bhagwan this body we have to even include our body this body has been given to me by bhagwan by ishwara i have i am the trustee of this body so which means i have to ensure i take care of this body 
i have to ensure i have to take care of my kids i have to ensure that i have to take care of my wealth i should not let it go just because it is someone else i am the trustee something that has been given in trust is so i have to i have to ensure that i keep up the trust take care of things and at the end of my life it goes back to bhagwan again i am not, i will not be there to take care of my kids until they are there i will not be able to take care of this house until the house is demolished i will not be able to take care or or claim ownership of this house or of the kids or the wealth even after my death they have been given for a temporary period i have to understand that i have to ensure that i understand that i am the trustee after some time the house or the wealth or even the children are going to be somebody else so we have to realize that so bhagwan says develop an attitude of asaktihi so what is the problem of this attachment what if i have attachment what is or what is wrong in it first of all wherever there is attachment wherever there is possessiveness we give a lot of pain to the other person also because we want to own that person we want to control the person and everybody wants freedom and if that person feels after some time a kind of a restriction if the if the person is actually pushed into corner then that actually starts developing into a hatred so possessiveness is never good it gives lot of pain to the other person not only that does the other person have some pain our freedom will also go because without our knowledge our mind will be preoccupied with the object of possession whatever is we are so addicted to or we are so possessive about or we are so attached to and that attachment could be either attachment as in deep attachment or even hatred the raga or dvesha anything it could be the mind gets preoccupied and when the mind gets preoccupied our freedom will also go we are only as free as we let the other person to be so our freedom will also go the third thing the third problem that we will face we will not follow dharma on the person on whom we have we are possessive about we will suppose we are very um, possessive or we are so attached to somebody if it is our kid if the kid makes a mistake for any other person we will claim that that person uh, we should follow by the rules that person should be punished for any fault of theirs but the moment we come to know that it is our own then we will claim leniency we will ask for leniency we will say it is a mistake everybody does mistake we will not be following dharma and that is what happened with in in bhagavad gita here when arjuna also the moment he 
he he knew that he had to fight bishma and drona he started having this feeling of attachment and he wanted to not fight the war he doesn't he didn't want to actually follow dharma so we will be will not be following arjavam arjavam is what the straightforwardness we will lose that finally wherever there is possessiveness there will be stress there will always be stress wherever whomever we are attached to we don't know what they are doing now we don't know how they are talking with whom they are talking whether they are safe whether they are not safe any kind of relation where there is possessiveness there will be stress as swami ji says you know initially there will be a lot of attention when there is possessiveness there will be attention involved and people who are suppose i, I am possessive about someone the other person is actually initially that person will start feeling that, that attention from me and they will feel good initially that attention will give them good will make them feel good but too much of attention will lead to tension it will create stress so possessiveness is ne- never good it can lead even into enmity so asaktihi bhagwan says follow detachment do not get attached to do not feel don't don't feel don't feel have this feeling that i am the owner don't have this feeling that this belongs to me have a feeling that you are the trustee and how can we actually uh, develop this as i said how can we remove this possessiveness if we already have possessive about certain things how can we remove that first of all understand that these are all temporary relations and this feeling that it has all come out of temporary relations it has to come out of a thought process we have to understand that even kids our kids are temporary relations only for some time we have been given a duty we have been given a responsibility we are doing it and that is to be extended everywhere so friends spouse kids even guru shishya relationship temporary relationship there's no need to feel attached or addicted so that is one second we have to understand separation is natural we should accept separation and we should accept it happily it's not easy but it is necessary generally it's more the humans who are very possessive and they want to keep their kids at home they want to actually over protect their kids even animals are not over possessive or over protective about their kids they just after some years they send the kids out they let them manage their own lives it is only in humans that even at the age of 50 or even at the age of 80 the parent is still possessive and controls the kids who are 50 so this happens only with humans so we have to understand that separation is natural that all these are temporary relations then the third as i said we have to understand god is the owner i am just a trustee 
I am not the owner of anything in this world. Whatever has been given to me, it has been given to me or I have got it through my karma. And these are only available for a temporary period. Until the object is there, because everything goes to a destruction, or until I am there. And that includes my body also. I am not the owner of this body. Bhagavan has given me. That's why we say we should not harm this body. That's why we say also suicide is wrong. Or or self-harm is wrong as well. Because this body has also been given by Bhagavan to us. We have to maintain it. That is the third attitude that we have to have. Fourth one. We have to develop the attitude of aparigraha. Aparigraha means, you know, not having more than what is needed. It is one of these yama and niyamas of Patanjali's Ashtanga Yoga. Aparigraha means not having more than what is needed. Have simple needs. Do not keep extending our needs. The more we think we need in our life, the more attachment and addiction and possessiveness that we are going to build. In fact, there shouldn't be a need for anything. We, we are, whatever is given, whatever is there, we have to be happy with. <clears throat> Some people have this attitude, you know, even after many years, they will call somebody and say, do you still remember me? I am so and so calling an old friend trying to create new relationships it is not needed we need not create any new relations we can be happy with whatever we have in fact Shastra says who is a rich man when when Shastras is asked to define who is rich a rich man is who is able to live with minimum needs if your needs are minimum you are already rich if your needs are more than what you yearn or what you if your needs are more than what you have then you are poor man so shastra says one who has got minimum needs is a rich man have this feeling some people say that if i don't have this feeling that this belongs to me this is mine i will have no security my security is in the wealth that I have, in the possession that I have, in the, in the house that I have. My kids are my security. There is this feeling as well. Which Shastras would clearly explain. We would have explained in the introduction to Vedanta also. on the In the first few chapters itself when we discussed about the shortcomings of Arthakama. We have discussed about dab, dukkha mishratatvam, atripti karatvam, bandha karatvam. So we think that these are going to give me the security, my the, the house, the wealth, the kids and all those things. Shastra says that is not true. They can never give you security. If they can give you security, let us reflect ourselves, reflect on what we had maybe 20 years ago. And what we thought would give us security 20 years ago, I'm sure most of us would have had that in the last 
10 years ago but we still don't feel secure about the future because insecurity is inbuilt we are never secure about things bhagwan or ishwara is the only security we have to understand that and if we are able to have our trust in ishwara then we can easily remove possessiveness on others the addiction or the attachment to things and people so that is another way to develop or develop this attitude of asaktihi to firmly believe and firmly get convinced that ishwara is the only security so that was asaktihi then the next one is 14 anabishwangah 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 means this self identification we say ahanta we say ahanta is anabishwangah basically the self identification and bhagavan gives a qualification for this anabishwangah putradhara grihadishu basically he says this self identification that ahanta earlier we talked about mamata now he we are talking bhagavan is talking about ahanta saying that with putra dhara griha dishu putra means son or daughter dhara means spouse wife or husband griha means house but you can also include all the possessions and here bhagwan says that we have developed this self identification that me and these people are not the same so without our knowledge we identify these people as ourselves this is also wrong bhagwan says develop this anabishwangah remove this feeling of ahanta on your children from your children from your spouse from the house or possessions that you have it doesn't mean that we should not show love or care to these people we should be showing love we should have care but at the same time we should have this emotional maturity in fact a family setup is to develop that emotional maturity the family it is as much for individual growth when we say individual growth it means mental maturity the mental maturity to come out of this feeling of attachment a family should not enslave us and that is what bhagwan is warning us do not get the family some people believe that the family is the only thing if family is my life anything happens to my son happen it's as good as it is happening to me that the feeling is you know sometimes what happens when when your child gets hurt the tears come from our eyes so the pain is there the sorrow is here or we say i feel the pain that means what we have extended ourselves from our body to that body also and bhagwan is warning us do not have that family is for emotional growth family is for personal growth family is for spiritual growth 
it is not for us to get drowned in it again do not get it wrong it is not about developing an aversion or running away from family family is a necessary setup that is needed for us to grow spiritually we have to have that roles and responsibilities we have to do we have to show love and care we have to do our duty family is a necessary setup for us to know for us to first understand that as an individual we are supposed to share with others so first we share with things with family then we slowly extend that sharing we go from the family we we start sharing with the society also so a family is a necessary setup for us to learn things about like sharing and others but it is not about getting drowned in it so when the attachment reaches at a zenith at its high we will see the family members as ourselves we extend the i from not just our body but into their bodies as well so whatever sorrow they befall we feel that sorrow it becomes our sorrow if the kid is actually struggling then we feel it if he is in pain then i feel it what happens by that we lose our freedom and that is not correct shastra says remove the identification from your body don't even start don't consider even your body as yourself but what we are doing instead of considering uh, not considering our body as ourselves we are going to the other side we are saying not only my body but that body also is me so we have to remove this identification and what happens if we identify too much with anyone first and foremost we will not be able to accept death acceptance of death is a very important attitude that one needs to develop because otherwise death can death is an is an as an as an incident or a, as an as a situation or a happening can make lot of people go depressed and that is not correct that is not the way because death is inevitable anyway nobody can escape that so acceptance of death is very important because everybody has to die one day not i mean it is not we feel sorrow about somebody else's death one day somebody else is going to feel sorrow about our death because not that we are going to remain one day we will also have to die that we have to remember second sometimes we have this level of attachment on others but the other person may not have the attachment on us generally we see if we if we closely analyze the attachment that the parents have on their kids is much higher than the attachment that the kids have on their parents so what happens so as a parent i have attachment my parents have more attached to me than me getting attached to them whereas i am more attached to my son than he being attached to me 
and he will in turn get more attached to his son rather than being attached to me so this is what happens nobody has the same level of attachment and the level of sorrow is directly proportional to the level of attachment the more attached i am the more that person or that object or that possession or that situation whatever wherever that attachment is that is going to give me sorrow i am giving them the license to make me sad wherever i have that attachment i am giving them the license i am giving them the freedom for them to make me sad and what happened the third problem is we will lose objectivity wherever there is attachment we will lose objectivity we will not be we will not be in our proper self that's why you have seen many places where doctors many some of the doctors or many doctors would not op- operate upon their own family members they would ask somebody else to do it because they know that they will lose their objectivity when doing it that attachment will make us lose objectivity fourth point we give stress to others same thing just like mamata so wherever there is attachment we give stress them we stress them being balanced is difficult as in having a neutral stance it is easy for us because the mind is so used to either like something or dislike something either get attached to something or develop hatred to something and that is been evident you know and today a lot of kids also they say i hate this i hate that i love it so it's only kind of we always talk in binary either i hate it or i like it and shastra says do not even use the word hate you can always say i do not like it but hate should never be a an attitude hatred as an attitude should never come into us adveshta sarva bhutana bhagwan says as one of the first value for a jnani is adveshta no hatred on anything sarva bhutana on any object any any living being so we should try not to use this word hate or develop this attitude called hate you can always say i don't like that much that is fine so we always talk about binary either i love it or i hate it so bhagwan says what we should be doing is basically have a develop of equanimity develop a neutral position wherever possible develop a neutral position do not have over attachment do not have strong hatred they say familiarity breeds contempt familiarity can breed contempt or familiarity can breed attachment also so we have to develop that of course again these these values bhagwan is saying it's not easy whatever bhagwan is saying 
Ishwara is asking us to do a lot of things, difficult things, but it has to be done and it has to be done over a period of time. It is not something that we can develop overnight. We will have to uh, write it down. We will have to list out where are the things or who are the people with whom I have attachment or for that matter deep hatred. Both are the same. And how can I actually reduce them so that I am able to be balanced? So question is how can we be balanced? What is the what do I need to reflect? What do I need to think back again and again? To make sure that I can remain balanced. One way is. First of all understand. All relations that we see. Or we are. We are exposed to. Are all based out of karma. Only karma brings people together. We are not meeting anybody in this life. Out of fact. Chance. There is nothing called a chance. Coincidence. Luck. In our Shastras. Everything comes out of karma. They are all based out of Punya or Papa. People come together. And until that karma gets exhausted. They stay together. And then leave. This is the fact. This is the truth. And that is true with either. It is true with friends. It is true with relatives. It is true with spouse. It is true with neighbors. It is even true with Guru and Sishya. It comes out of karma. Once the karma comes exhausted, we, it go back. So we have to remind ourselves, keep reminding ourselves that these relations that have been given to me are for only one purpose. The primary purpose is for spiritual maturity. Not for me to get some pleasure out of this relationship. Not for me to get some enjoyment out of this relationship. I am attached to this person because that attachment I think will bring me happiness. Not that I want to be attached. But I feel that I will be happy if I am attached to that person. That is the reason why we think why we are getting attached. So remove this feeling. Understand that every relationship is out of karma. Brother, sister, spouse, neighbors, friends, even office. Everything comes out of karma. Second thing, this feeling of I, I am the owner or for example, I am in that body as well. I, I, it is as good as me. That feeling, to remove that feeling, first of all understand we don't create life. We are just instruments. Our body is an instrument through which we create life. We don't know how to put prana shakti within that body. We don't know how to actually develop that body. How we don't know how even the you know that uh, the child grows in the womb. We have not designed it. We have not developed it. We are just instruments. Understand that we are not creators. God or Ishwara is the creator. We are just instrument in his hands. And when whoever comes from our from our uh, as our as our kids, 
they come with their own samskaras every child or every individual comes with their own samskaras it is not that we have given them from our uh, from our kind of upbringing they have their own samskaras as well so we should be careful so that is another way to remind ourselves to have a balanced life or have a balanced outlook on people the third way is give people some space and be away from them for some time whenever we think that we are getting slow very attached to some person give them the space stay away so that we can balance our life otherwise too much of attachment will give us lead us into trouble sorrow see as kids when the kids are dependent on the parents the parents are happy that is okay but as they grow older the kids should start deciding on their own the parents should not be unhappy that my kids are not actually listening to me they should let the kids have their own space make them they take decisions so this is the common mistake that we make so we think that we are still the parent and we have a right on their decisions even at the age of 80 when the kid is 50 so that should go away so this is the next one the next one this is 14 we had seen asakti then we saw anabishvangah from putradara grihadishu the next one is nityam cha samachittatvam nityam cha samachittatvam ishta nishtopapattishu ishta anishta upapattishu so this is a single value nityam cha samachittatvam ishta anishta upapattishu nitya nitya means always always samachittatvam samachittatvam means be equanimous so be equanimous in when bhagavan says when do we need to be in equanimous position ishta nishta upapattishu in both likable and dislikable situations so be equanimous in both likable and dislikable situations remember we don't use love and hate we said likable and dislikable hate is an extreme word so is <clears throat> when we say ishta we have certain things that we like and at at all levels body mind and intellect and bhagwan says be equanimous in all three levels at the body level at the mind level as well as the intellect level so what is likable and dislikable situations 
mostly the pair of opposites for example at the body level sheetha ushna you can say hot or cold the weather is very hot or the weather is cold sometimes in hot weather we like to be in cold situation under the ac and in cold places we would like to be under the heater or around the heater so we always have a likable situation and a dislikable situation if it's too hot and we we'll have to be under the sun we don't like it that is a dislikable situation and if it's too cold and we don't have a heater around we are not happy as well sheetha ushna that is at the body level at the mind level we also have sukham dukham both come and go we have joy we have sorrow so there is a likable situation whenever we have joy we like it whenever there is sorrow we have we dislike it so at the body mind level we have joy and sorrow and then at the intellect level we have this manam and apamanam somebody who praises us somebody who criticizes us or humiliates us that is at the intellect level so bhagwan says whatever be the situation be equanimous somebody smiles at us somebody who is indifferent to us we immediately frown we immediately have an anger we get angry do not have that it's okay if somebody smiles smiles if they don't smile they they are indifferent it's okay so do not have this feeling that because do not have this feeling that oh i this is not likable and therefore i have to be happy this is a dislikable situation and therefore i need to be sorrow we have this feeling that if it is a dislikable situation it is given that i have to be in sorrow that is not true many people feel believe that it is not needed because first of all we have to understand as humans or rather our shastra says human birth is possible only if our papa and punya is almost equal in this prarabdha it's it's only almost equal you get a human birth so which means papa is going to give us all these dislikable situations punya is always going to give us likable situations so which means as a human whoever we may be the richest man in the world to the poorest fellow in this planet will always have likable situations and dislikable situations there is not a single person who is going to have only dislikable situations throughout their life or there is not going to be a single person who is going to have only likable situations in their life it is not possible we cannot escape from this both papa karma as well as punya karma so punya gives us this ishta situations papa gives us this anishta situations and if someone says i don't want it sorry it's not possible you cannot escape and all these relations are also come up for us to spend our karmas for us to exhaust our karmas these relationships have come we have to understand that so karmas 
वॉट एवर पुण्य और पाप अगर माँ वी हैव डन दैट डिसाइड द एक्सटर्नल सिचुएशन दैट वी गेट सो देर इज नो पॉइंट इन एक्चुअली गेटिंग अफेक्टेड बाई इट गेटिंग अफेक्टेड बाई इट सो देर इज भगवान कॉल्स इज एज सिचुएशन विच आर इनएविटेबल इफ दे आर इनएविटेबल देन यू कॉन्ट यू जस्ट एक्सेप्टेड but ishwara cannot help in fact bhagwan did not help subhadra or even arjuna when he himself was born when bhagwan himself as was born as as krishna or rama there were so many dislikable situations rama was asked to go to the forest krishna was actually born in a jail and he had to fight against all the uh, asuras his own mama was cruel to him so all this even as bhagwan they have to go through all these difficulties so whom are we we have to understand that all these dislikable situations are part of the contract the human contract that we have made so we have to just accept it and when we say accept it bhagwan says accept it without resistance accept it without murmuring so that's why he says nityam cha samachit tatva be equanimous and what happens if i don't have this samachit tatva we'll see in the next class any questions comments sorry i is there any chat okay there is nothing here so we will see again in the next class om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva vashishyate ओम शातिशाशाति स्वस्ति प्रजाभ्य पिपालयताेन मगेन महिमहिषा गोब्राह्मणेभ्यो शुभमस्तु निोकासमस्ता सुखिनो हरि हरिओं हरिओं